What is going on, Breakthrough Success listeners? Mark Berry, the content marketing strategist here. And as we get older, some people think that their glory days are behind them. They think back in the day and they look at their businesses also where maybe they had their best years of revenue behind them and they're thinking that those were the times and now we don't have that anymore. But we can make the next chapter of our lives the best one yet. And we are joined by the midlife whisperer, someone who's going to help us turn our next chapter into our very best one yet. She is a psychologist, best-selling author, and speaker who helps people to raise their vibration so they have the energy, confidence, and clarity to make their next chapter their best chapter. If you look back and you say glory days and you say you wish you had these things now and you wish like things were more exciting or revenue was a little bit better, it is time to flip to the next chapter and make it your best one yet. And the person who's going to help us on that journey is none other than Ellen Albertson. Ellen, welcome to the show. Mark, can I can your energy? It's amazing. I already feel like... My energy is usually super high, but your vibration is off the charts. So it is so such a pleasure to be here with you today. Ellen, it is such a pleasure to have you on Breakthrough Success. And I feel like it's easy for people to look at things that they had that they don't have right now and just feel like they can't do anything else that's exciting. And this I feel like this happens, not that I could relate, but I feel like it happens more as you get older. And I'm wondering, how can we change our mindset so that we're able to go back into life with more excitement and energy? Well, the first thing is know that you can change your mindset, you know, and know that you have power over your mind, the stories you tell yourself, what you believe about yourself. And really, if you expect good things and act accordingly, well, that's what's going to show up. I know in my own life right now, when I put myself out there every day, I help my clients do that. If you're listening, if you do that, good things will start showing up. So you can kind of need to change the negative stories and look at them and reframe them as positive things. Another thing that's super powerful is, yeah, remember those good times, visualize them fully and imagine that feeling happening in your present and in your future and you'll start to attract those things instead of looking down you'll start looking up you'll see opportunities and your life will start to shift and you'll be able to make your next chapter your best chapter and a big part of this is how we interpret where we are and some of the stuff we've done in the past and uh, i'm going to use fitness as the example because uh like if someone's been doing fitness and exercising for all of their life it's very difficult to be 70 and continue to achieve the same results as when you were 20 or as when you were 25. And looking at that, like some people may want to walk out and feel a little bit ashamed of how far they've fallen. How can we learn to not feel ashamed and see the opportunities that we have rather than feeling like poor me because I can't do things I did 10 years ago. Yeah, that's a really fabulous metaphor. Cause I know myself when I was 18, I could run a 540 mile and there's no way Adam was 60 that I can do that now, but I can look at the things I can do and the accomplishments and appreciate what I have. But a really powerful technique that people can learn is something called self-compassion. 
So when you're feeling that shame, which is really this emotion of I'm bad or there's something wrong with me, which really is going to bring you down, you can be kind to yourself. You can treat yourself like a good friend and say, you know, sure, I can't run that 540 mile anymore, but you know what? I can walk a seven minute mile or maybe I can even jog a 630. Look at everything your body, your mind, your business can do, everything that your life is available for you right now instead of kind of looking back and comparing yourself to your former self, just be the best self you can now. And that piece of self-compassion is talking to yourself the way you would a good friend. So instead of beating yourself up and saying, oh my God, I can't do what I could do when I was in my teens and twenties, really talk to yourself in a supportive way, the way you would a good friend, be kind to yourself rather than critical. Know that this is just normal. This is what happens. You might not be able to do the same things physiologically, but you know, as we get older too, we get wiser, we have more skills, we have more connections, we know ourselves better. So appreciate where you are right now. And when you notice that you're having those feelings where you're beating yourself up, ask yourself, you know, what do I need right now to feel better? What can I do for myself to make myself feel positive and good about where I am now and where I'm heading. And I love that you bring up the running example because I'm a very avid runner, someone who just given my age, I haven't reached my peak yet, but I understand I will eventually peak and I will face the, you can't escape time. Like it's just one of those rules, but I love what Ellen says, where just focus on what you can do now. How do you get a little bit better from where you are right now? It's not like getting a little better from where you are gets you back to glory days or however we wanted to find that. It's just focus on improving yourself, focus on getting better and compete with yourself. One of the things that a lot of people struggle with, and we will get into business soon, you can kind of tie this into business as well, but I think a lot of the poor me mentality is comparing yourself. You compare yourself to the person you were years ago. You compare your business to the revenue it produced years ago and wondering why you're stuck. And even if you're at your peak, uh, whether it be fitness or your business, you are comparing yourself, or at least a lot of people do, to others. And this is why social media hurts mental health because you have a lot of people posting luxurious like lifestyle, the luxurious parts without showing the day-to-day, how can we learn to not compare ourselves to others and just focus on living our best life? Well, first, I think you know, your point about social media is just be really judicious about what you look at and realize that even though the people look like you know they're having the time of their lives inside, they may not be feeling you know, as souped up as they appear to be. You know, spend some time away from media, look at you know, where you are in your life and appreciate what you have. And I think what you mentioned before, too, is really being your best self. You know, social comparison is really the thief of joy. When we compare ourselves to others, we put ourselves down. It's interesting to kind of look at the roots of why we do this comparison thing. It actually evolved you know, tens of thousands of years ago when people were in tribes. If you compared yourself, you tried to compare yourself to see where you fit in. Um, so maybe somebody was the basket weaver, somebody was the hunter, somebody was the medicine person. So we have evolved to compare ourselves to others, but it's harming you. So really maybe turn off the social media, understand that nobody's showing, you know, the, the parts that they're struggling with. They're showing you really what is the best thing that's happening in their life right now. Understand that, understand that they may be going through things too. And maybe again, just turn off the social media and make a list. I love to make a list of 
all the possibilities. What are like all the things you could do in your business this week? And then pick a few things, move forward. And even that idea of picking things, you know, creating to-do lists and following those things will really help you move forward. And you'll notice that things start to shift for you. If you're comparing yourself to others, that's really going to keep you stuck. And I love with this talk about uh, social comparisons. We don't know what's going on with everyone. Like if someone, we're on running, if someone posts a really good time or runs a marathon or whatever, they're going to post pictures and share that. They're not going to post a picture of like, look at me, I was stuck in two hours of traffic. And that happens to everybody. It's just that uh, a lot of people only put their best self forward when it comes to their social media activity. So you don't want to judge yourself too harshly if it looks like someone else is living a fantasy and you aren't quite there yet. I would like to shift gears into businesses as I promised listeners a little bit earlier. So the thing about business is that you can achieve stronger revenue growth than you ever have before in the sense where it's not like with a runner, you're in your seventies, you're not going to hit your times from your twenties. But if you like business, like age is less of an issue. So I'm wondering how can we approach business with a greater intensity, even if we feel like business has been slow for the past few years, like just break out of that stagnant runt, uh, rut. <laughs> yeah, I think the first thing is to really see if who you really are now, you know, we're talking about people who are a little bit older, is really in alignment with your business. Like, do you wake up in the morning and you're excited about your business, excited about, yes, the revenue you're producing, but also excited about the difference you're making in the world. I mean, the world has so many problems right now. And the beautiful thing about being an entrepreneur is that when we put ourselves out there, and we connect with more people, we do more networking, we you know, show up as ourselves on social media to inspire and motivate other people, well, opportunities start showing up and the revenue falls you know, in line from that. So really the first step in my book, Rock Your Midlife, is know yourself. You've got to know yourself, know your strengths. What are you awesome at? What is in your genius zone? What do you love to do? But also, what are you not so good at? Like, I am not great at execution. So I have hired like an amazing VA who does a lot of that stuff. So I have time to do what I do best at. So if you're listening, you know, really think about where am I putting my resources? What can I do to really uh, utilize what I am best at in my life? And, you know, set some lofty goals too. I think it's really important to write things down. Like, so, you know, we are in the start of 2022, writing down what do I want to accomplish this year? And then breaking that down into smart, actionable goals and giving yourself credit for everything that you do every single day, keeping that forward momentum will really help to boost your business and help you feel really good about the work you're doing in the world. I mean, with the fact that entrepreneurship, it does give you more control flexibility, but the important thing is I think people underestimate how much of an impact they can make on big issues. Like if you donate to some cause that you believe in like that's an easy way to put your dollars to work for you towards ending an issue or addressing an issue that means a lot to you i think when you hear about celebrities donating millions of dollars it can feel a little bit out of reach because you don't have millions of dollars that you can just throw into a cause and not think anything of it uh but just the fact that even a few dollars really adds up or putting in your time at some 
in community. Like there's a lot of different ways that you can make the difference that you want to make. And with business, there are so many different ways to grow. That's one of the exciting things. But some people, as they get older, they don't want to be the old dog that learns new tricks. Like you see some people who uh, they have like, they're not into technology or you see other people who uh, they're not into some of the new revolutionary trends uh, because they want to stick with what they know. How do you suggest that we, not that we fully embrace all the new things that come our way, but that we become more open to them as business owners. So maybe we capitalize on some of them. Well, we first, you know, understand it's okay to ask for help. So I have two millennial kids and my fiance is a high tech guy. And I belong to lots and lots of entrepreneurial groups where I'm always learning. So I guess reframing it, not so much. I think what happens a lot is when people are faced with technology and new things, sometimes they feel bad about themselves, like they don't know enough and maybe feel some embarrassment about it, but there's no problem of asking for help doing networking, learning something new. So reframing it as like learning and growing and developing new school skills. So as part of your repertoire of things that you're going to do in 2022, write down what are the skills I want to learn? So you're, are you going to learn, you know, how to do more with social media? Are you going to learn how to, you know, utilize some of your Microsoft uh, tools and techniques that you have? So don't be scared to learn something new to ask for help. And it's okay you know, to learn, you know, I'm a digital immigrant, so it's okay to learn a new language. And that's an actually really awesome thing too, in terms of your brain growth and development, just like moving your body, exercising helps your brain, eating the right foods helps your brain, learning new school skills in your business will help your business. And it will also help your cognitive abilities, help you stay young and agile. Asking for help. Ellen hits on such an amazing point. When you ask someone for help, you're effectively asking someone who they know what to do. They also know what not to do. And instead of researching for hours on Google to figure out if you're doing something properly, you just post in a social media group. And that's also a great way to grow your brand. It's the reason where no matter how tech savvy you are, you're always going to the Apple store if you've got a problem with your computer because they're going to be the people who fix it. They're going to be people who tell you what to do, what's the protocol. It's really good to ask for help, whether it's business or any other skill that you're trying to develop. Asking for help is just one of the many things you can do to make your next chapter your best one. Yeah, I think it's also great too to mentor people too. So do it both ways. You were talking about giving back, but I have mentored a lot of young people and I learned a lot from them and they helped me with some of my tech issues and I helped them with moving forward with some of the things that they want to know about communications. I mean, it's really good to mentor because mentoring people also helps you with learning the skills because when you mentor someone, you it's like a refresher of the different things that you know that you can pass on and sometimes people like as there's this curse of knowledge where as you learn more things you just assume everybody has learned the same things with you so stuff that is really basic to you is stuff that other people may not understand so just being able to mentor people having that fulfillment that you help someone in the same way that you should seek help for other, from others will help you in a lot of areas of your life 
Yeah, and we're all, you know, lifting each other up. I mean, realizing we're all in this together. I know, I'm, I'm sure when you run, you know, and I work out, I like to work out with other people, whether it's yes. virtually, whether it's face-to-face, is realize that there's a lot of energy and power in supporting other people and allowing other people to support you. It's not a show of weakness when you ask for help. It's really a show of strength of, I know myself and I need help here. And then how can I help you or how can I pay it forward and help somebody else? I love that. I mean, just that whole idea of paying it forward, helping others, and then you being able to seek help. It's going to help you with your business. It's going to help you with any goals. It's going to help you make your next chapter, your best chapter. There are a lot of other insights that you can utilize to advance into future years, feeling super great about yourself. Uh, all those details are in Ellen's book. So Ellen, I wonder if you could share with us your book and some of the places we could keep following your work. Sure. Well, my book is called Rock Your Midlife, Seven Steps to Transform Yourself and Make Your Next Chapter Your Best Chapter. And I have lots of hints and ideas about knowing yourself, energizing yourself, because I'm also a dietitian. I've been a personal fitness trainer. As entrepreneurs, it's important that we keep our energy up and take care of our bodies. And it's about empowering yourself and also doing what lights you up. So there's lots of tools that people will utilize in the book. If you want to find me, just look up the Midlife Whisperer. I'm the only Midlife Whisperer, I think, on the planet. I am on Instagram and growing my YouTube. I'm going to start a, a radio show myself, so I have to have you on, Mark. Um, not sure of the name yet, but that's starting sometime in March. So I'm looking forward to being able to share more of my Midlife Wisdom and Entrepreneur Wisdom with people. Just Google Midlife Whisperer and I will show up. We'll have all those links in the show notes. I love the fact that Ellen is starting a new radio show. You pursue new projects. You get to learn new things and you keep life exciting by pursuing all these new projects and goals. So definitely make sure you tune into Ellen's show when it comes out and I'd ha be happy to be a guest on it and share my insights as well. Flip the tables a little bit. Ellen, thank you so much for joining us on Breakthrough Success. It was a pleasure to have you here thank today. You Thanks so much.